Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, what are you uh, drinking and how are you? I'm awesome and I am still drinking uh, Bullet Bourbon whiskey. Mm. And it's actually interesting. I, I had a friend over and... Um, Oh, yeah. So I had a friend over, and, uh, you know, I was showing him what I had to drink, seeing what he wanted, and I was like, oh, I have, uh, you know, whiskey. Right. And, and he was like, oh, like, and, and bourbon. I was like, no, nah, it's just, just whiskey. And then we were talking, and we were, like, kind of, I, I didn't realize that bourbon is a type of whiskey. Yeah. And, like, a scotch also is, like, a type of whiskey. And Correct. It's, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then there's Irish whiskey. Because I, I thought and I was Canadian like Canadian whiskey, Canadian whiskey. Yeah, like VO Seagram's VO or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Uh, what else C- is that? Seagram's is Canadian. Uh, no, I could be wrong. It's just a brand. Uh, but VO is Canadian whiskey, mm. and then there's uh, I think uh, Crown Royal is also Canadian. Hmm. I believe. Could be wrong on that. Where Where is uh, Remy uh, Martin VSOP that's a, from? That's a cognac. Yeah, no, I know. But do you oh, know where it's from? N- no, it's just a cognac. It's a different kind of liquor. Mm. Um. I'm I'm just drinking water, nothing special. I, I again, I mentioned this before. I, I really we were everyone likes the fact that we uh, share a beer over the air, and I I I, I haven't been drinking beer, but it's kind of weak, dude. I know it is weak. Maybe I'll get some beer tonight. But anyway, before we get started, if you have a question about personal finance, including income, debt, budgeting, or investing, or you just want to say hello, which we would love, shoot us an email to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. We really want to hear from you guys. And if you have a question, we will answer it on the show, faux show, if it's a good <laughs> question. And it's something we haven't already answered. So today- We've actually done a couple episodes yeah. that will air at some time in the undisclosed future we that were based on questions. Yeah, we don't know yet. So yeah. today, we're going to talk about changing the meaning of retirement. And this is all you, bro, because I <laughs> don't, no things at all. I, I think it was just I was drinking this bourbon. And I'm like, ah, I just feel like a really good rant right now. I just want to retire like right now. Which is very true. I, I would like to retire like right now. All right, podcast over. Let's go, let's go <laughs> retire. So explain what you mean by, by changing the meaning of retirement. Because I'll tell you what. Retirement to me is stop working. And collecting money for free. And the, right. as, as the general way I can describe retirement. The, the way that our, our parents' generation retired is they worked until they were 60. And then, you know, the 401k and all this stuff kicked in and Social Security, blah, blah, blah. So pensions. they worked a whole pensions, which is like, uh, it, it's like a word just barely exists now. Mm. But uh, they work their whole life their best years and then when they're already past the midlife crisis and they're on the they're they're on the older end of, of, of the spectrum then then they stop working um, and then they can go and spend all the money they saved their whole lives you know um, probably not bungee jumping or you know oh who knows you could be a spry 60 year old wants to bungee jump skydive I, I and I think the thing is like um the the meaning of retirement, I think, has changed. I don't think like you, when our parents were, you know, working, you would have one job and you would just work that job 
until you retired. And they rewarded you for your loyalty. And, mm. and these days, companies don't care. They will lay you off. And, and if you have more companies on your resume, the better. You, you're a more um, interesting candidate. You know, you have more experience, broader experience. Right. So with the changing of the way things work and, you know, with the technology we have and, and the fact that it is so easy to turn things that interest you into a living, uh, I think it's only fair that, that the definition of retirement changes as well. I mean, I think it has. Um, I just want to maybe, like, dedicate some time to really, you know. Narrow down a new description. Yeah, and maybe it's not even narrowing it down. Maybe it's just broadening it. Hmm. So what's going on with unemployment? I'm sorry. What's going on with Social Security? I keep hearing that it's going away, and then I'm hearing it's not going away, that it's it's good. What even – what is it? I mean we all pay for it, right, with taxes. We're all paying into the system, I guess with the hopes that when we retire, the government is going to give us a paycheck every month of the money that we've been putting in for the last, you know, however many years we've been working. One of like the greatest or supposedly the greatest things back in the day was like we'd have our bonds and we'd take loans out from people and from other governments. Um, But we had this huge fund for Social Security, you know, that grew and was like invested or whatever. And, you know, it would pay us out when we retire. And then someone in the government was like, you know what? We need money. What if we took out a loan against the Social Security Fund? So the Social Security Fund is like a glorified IOU. um, For American, for Americans, right? Yeah. So so basically our our Social Security retirement is on loan right now. And so people who retire do get money. um, But uh, there will be a breaking point because... There needs to be growth and the amount of people that are retiring and since we're living longer lives and uh, we're also paying interest on that debt since we borrowed against the money. And right now, the baby boomers are retiring and that's a huge group of people. Yeah. And that's where the problem, I think, is is coming into play, right? Because all these guys are going to be depleting the Social Security funds because they're all retiring and it leaves very little for the future generations. So my question is, should should someone like me be banking on Social Security for retirement? Or do you think I should just let that go altogether? Not, not because it's not going to happen, but just as a mindset to prepare for the worst. Yeah, so I, I'm completely in the latter category. Okay. I mean, uh, I think it would be like a political death sentence for someone like Obama or whomever to be like, no more Social Security. Like People would wig oh, out yeah, because they've been sure. taking it out of our checks since we started working. But um, I expect nothing. And I think that if you expect nothing and then you get to the end of the line, wherever the end of the line is, whatever you get will be better than nothing. Right. Yeah, it'll you know, be a, it'll, it should be it should be icing on the cake. The thing is, is Social Security, uh, based on its requirements, pretty much requires you to work your full life, uh, a full amount of hours, to get a meaningful payout from there, and it will still be a fraction of of what you are making now or at your peak. So, if you do want to retire early, um, and that's very possible. 
these days, uh, Social Security will be almost a nothing to you. I don't know if you know the answer to this question, but what happens hmm. if I decide to retire at 55 instead of 60? Or what's the, that's the year, right? There's a, there's a specific year. You I think can it's like start- 61 or 62. It's some like weird We year. should probably look that up. Is the year that um, you can actually start up, like getting your Social Security checks. Right. So 59 and a half is when you could start pulling out of your 401k. Okay. You could start withdrawing. I don't know if they all the dates line up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a factor of how much you pay in for Social Security. So uh, according to this, if you were born on January 1st of any year, you should refer to the previous year. So if you were born on January 1st of any year... You should refer to the previous year. Okay, this is the same sentence over again. The earliest a person can start receiving Social Security retirement benefits will remain at age 62. Hmm. So it's 62. So interesting, if you don't... So say you were going to go for the traditional retirement, right? What's the, what, do you, what do you consider traditional retirement? This? Social Security? I, I, would, say, I would say end of... End of not end of life, but in that zone of 59, 62. 65, I think. Whatever, yeah. yeah. So interestingly, if you had a 401k, you could start retiring at 59 and a half. But if you were relying on Social Security, you have to do another two and a half years before that pays out. Or rather, one and a half years. Okay. No. Well, math. I mean, it's hard. Two and a half years. Math's, yes, math's, math's, math is hard. Yeah. Um, so, hmm. I like the idea of not – I don't want the government to pay me Social Security. I mean I – oh, no. I shouldn't say that. I definitely want them to pay me my Social Security. I paid for it, right? Yeah. I put money in. It's like, it's like a built-in retirement account, right? Mm-hmm. But I have this feeling that I'm not going to get the max or I'm not going to get nearly what I think. And, of course, inflation and what have you. So the idea is to – Start your own retirement account using a 401k and, a, and an IRA and investments like embetterment, stuff like that, or, or getting life cycle funds like index Vanguard funds and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so doing your own sort of social security, you know, thing, right? And right. Uh, we have um, – there was a, a, a listener of ours who asked if it was too late to start. Was mm-hmm. it Candace who asked that? I think it was Candace. Yeah. Should, is it too late to start uh, investing? And, you know, I'm 30. So I started investing like 30. Mm-hmm. So I should have started when I was, I mean, I started working when I was 13. So I, I would have had a, a very, <laughs> very big uh, pot at this point. But I, I, I didn't. So here I am starting at 30 years old. But there's people that are starting at 40 years old. My dad's, I mean, uh, sixty something. So he's, you know, I don't. I, I'm sure he has a 401k and another retirement accounts. But when is, is there, is there a point where it's too late to start saving for retirement? I mean, it's never too late. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is um, the real benefit from because look, if you you know say you made a hundred thousand dollars every year, you know for. 30 years and then you spent nothing right Right. or i mean i don't know that that's unrealistic you spend half of it and you save half right so it's fifty thousand a year times 30 years you have 1.5 million dollars yeah 
right? Um, now, over those 30 years, if you invested it, you would have many, many millions of dollars. And the reality is that people aren't saving $50,000. They're saving like little bits. Yeah. But it's, it's the, the longer the time span that allows it to compound on itself. So do you so, think the older you are, the more you should save? Obviously, right? I, th- I think so. And if, and if you're behind, you need to pick up a more aggressive schedule. The, so I, and, and I say this in the Mastering Mint book. It's one of the last chapters. I have this great chart on um, retirement and how to figure. Like if you started today when you could retire, it's, it's pretty much a factor of your savings rate. So if you save 5%, you'll probably have to work for 35 years. You know, 5% of your take home. Yeah. If you save 15%, and I don't remember exactly, I don't have the grid and the chart in front of me. But uh, if you save uh, 50%, you could retire in under 20 years. Um, and when I say retire, I mean whatever your take home is now is what you will have uh, forever. So if you're 40 mm-hmm. years old and you want to retire at 60, and if you saved 15% of your earnings, you can safely retire. 50. 50. Oh, 50% of your earnings. Of your take home, yeah. Okay. That's a much higher number than 15%. Oh, yeah. No, if it was 15%, we'd all be retired right now. I was going to say. So, if, but who wants to spend those 20 years, you know, not basically not spending any money? Like that, it's not just, not just spending so that money in, though. Yeah, but just so that in twenty years you could you could live without a job, you know. Okay, uh, live without a job. How useful do you think you're going to? Okay, think about it. the iPhone. And everything came out not that long ago. Two thousand. The internet came out not that long ago. Like all these crazy. Yeah, like all these things. Nintendo, nineteen eighty four. <laughs> like all these great things came out like uh, not that long ago. So. What do you think it's going to be like in 20 years? It's going to be like today. It's going to be so much crazier, more advanced, awesome, whatever. And if you're not keeping up, you're going to be that much further behind. So if you're like borderline useful now with technology, in 20 years, what do you expect? The, to have the same? You're going to, you're going to be people. You have to hire people to get you around life because they're going to do technology for you. Like, so... I think, yes, you could work when you're 60, you could work all the way until you're 100 if you're capable, but it's probably not realistic, and why would you want to? Why do you want to do that to yourself? Hang out with your grandkids, like, go start on the bucket list, you know? I know, I would, I would argue that there's a lot of uh, retirees who are bored and need something to do. And, 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 and this is part of why I want to kind of say changing the meaning of retirement, because I, I won't want to not work. You know, I don't want to work for someone else doing shit I don't care about. But like, I really enjoy this podcast and maybe my voice sucks. I mean, it already sucks. It's the room. Maybe it's not your voice. It's the room. <laughs> and then it's also your voice. I mean, yeah, I have a pretty nasally voice, but uh, you know, but, but anyways, like the point is like, I can get passionate and behind something like listen money matters because i actually know it is helping people and it makes me feel good to do this and hopefully at some point we'll be making money off this and we could live off of helping people and teaching people and maybe that's your thing or maybe you like building houses you know whatever 
Or hmm. maybe just the money that we make from this goes into a retirement account so that we can retire at like 45 instead of 60. And I know like my uncle uh, is retired, technically. He collects Social Security. I'm sure he has other savings and stuff. But he works. And he takes photographs of cars because he likes cars. And he's a photographer. So he picked a job that he really liked doing. Doesn't get paid a lot of money for it. At least that I, I, would, I would suspect. But he enjoys it. And it's just well, something that he wants to do just to keep his mind occupied. He used to be a programmer, too, back when programming was, like, not as popular as it is today. And mm. not that it has anything to do with anything, but it's – it's Check check this out. So you, you work uh, maybe six or seven days a week now, mm-hmm. right? But – Instead of working for someone else and you're trading your time for money, you are working for yourself, building various assets, just like investing where you build up your stash and your assets that eventually will pay off. So I could say that it would be very feasible for you in five years time to work five or less days a week and maintain your uh, a, a very reasonable amount of income. And you could even say then in 10 years, maybe you work four days a week. And, you know, maybe then you only work one day or you just work a little bit every day. And the thing is, is you're doing something then that you enjoy. It is not required of you to put in full-time hours, but you still get full-time results because you paid it now. You know, you you built something up. And this is... it's. Basically investing with your time as opposed to your money. So let me ask this question because I know that a lot of people it, – this it's because I, I used to feel this way too as a cynic. It's like this is a pipe dream for most people, okay? It's nice to talk about, right? Early retirement's a nice thought. But the, the reality for, for some people is they're basically living paycheck to paycheck, Right? It's they, they. It's almost impossible to save when you don't make enough money to save, right? There are people who, you know, like literally cannot like work a day, can't take off of work because their rent depends on it. So, what's the advice for those people who, you know, it's it's a it's a really hard thing to do. You know, yes, it's nice to say like, hey, start your own business and work for yourself. And you, you can know, retire okay. early. You know what I mean? It's not that I, I easy. I got you. And, and the thing is, is um, I think that they need to look into themselves and say, a- am I a successful person? Do I want to be a successful person? You know, uh, and, and those kinds of questions. Because on an episode that we previously recorded, one of the things that uh, we said was of successful people is that they don't blame others. They, they, they take responsibility themselves. So if this is some, if your situation is such that you can't take a day off or whatever, you're back against the wall, who is going to change that for you? Is, is an angel going to come down from the skies and go to the McDonald's manager and say, hey, we bestow upon you $50 and not know. Like, well, it's definitely not going to be an angel. And it's definitely I mean, not going to be the government either. No, I mean, but I think you get the point where, like, you can either be the victim or you can, like, 
step forth and take responsibility yourself. And, uh, you know, I, I hate, I preach a lot and, and I'm, I'm sorry about that. I, and I don't mean to talk down to anyone, but it's just, um, com- to complain or to take action. You know what I mean? Right. And yes, you could say that you may never retire early. And if you say that, then you will never retire early because you're the one who's going to determine that. And if you decided not to, then you won't. So what do you think? the new definition of retirement is for you? Well, I mean, what I'm, what I'm hoping and what I'm working for with you and, and on my own is to tap out at 35 from a full-time gig to work for myself, doing something that I enjoy and do that for as long as I want to maybe do something else, mm-hmm. you know, be smart with my money between now and then so I have room to make tough choices to fail if I need to fail and I'm sure that I will um, to, to give me flexibility right and what do you think the old definition is I think the old definition is is you give away 40 hours a week the best the best 40 hours of your week of like the best 40 plus hours of your years of your life up and until you're 60, and then, and only then, do you get to really start spending and enjoying. But you know what? I'm able-bodied now. I want to go and like skydive. Yeah, like do Bungie like crazy jump. shit, dude. Yeah. You want to be a spry 35 year old doing exactly. Those yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and it's like it's like when they say youth is wasted on the young. It's also wasted on work. They say that youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I don't know if you ever heard, and we'll have to put in the show notes. I'm not taking notes. Yeah, but, well, you're talking. Uh, it's it's um, uh, don't forget the sunscreen, and it's this great like poem slash thing this guy wrote, and it's like an old guy looking back on his life, talking to a young guy, and telling him like really what's important, like what what you should really focus on, and just. It's very interesting. You know, like when, when you're older, you're never going to wish that you worked more, you know? Right. You're never going to, you know, wish that like you had less memories or fun times. And Well, what about working harder? Maybe, maybe you wish you'd worked a little harder so that you're not in the situation you're currently in. Like I sometimes wish, or I definitely wish that when I was, when I first started Swim University, Four years ago, I wish I worked harder the first year than I did because mm. I would be it, my life would be like this, but much earlier, and I would have time. It would I, I would have been I would be in a much better situation than I am right this minute. You know, I constantly wish that on myself that I had worked smarter did. and better and 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 yeah. more efficiently and and started saving. And you could go and have all these regrets, but the regrets are worth nothing. You know. Yeah. And hindsight is just bullshit. You got to just start now. And that's the biggest thing, I think, is that you might say, I'm sure people say, I'm sure a lot of people say this. They say, I'm, I'm too old. I can't start saving now. Like, what's the point? No, no, start investing now. You know, my, my, my mom, she has a ton of money in savings. It's just in a savings account. It hasn't done shit. It's just there. She's good at it. But she should really. Um, you know, start investing, even if it spawns something. You, you know what? Let me let me tell you what, because um, the way the way I see it and what I do 
is is very easy because all I'm doing is following the rules, doing logically what makes sense. You know, there, it's not like I'm doing anything revolutionary here. You know, you're not taking the money. system. You're not I'm not cheating the system. I'm paying my taxes. Right. I get my money. I put it into betterment. It, it matches the market average. I do better than most. You know, mm-hmm. because of that, it's like easy. It, it just I'm just doing what's like obvious, at least obvious to me, right? Um, but I'd say like the real balls is from someone like you who actually took a chance. You you put your fucking neck and life on the line. Uh, to try and do your own thing. And, you know, I'm here, you know, saying, like, I'm going to do this when I'm 35, blah, blah, blah. But you've, you've actually done that. I think that is admirable. Uh, it's also, it also could be stupid. But I knew, who I, I knew who I was, right? I knew I could do it. And it's tough. It's not easy. I could see that. You know what I kept saying is I kept thinking of the worst case scenario. I always think of the worst case scenario for anything. Like, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen by me not having a job? Or like a traditional sort of nine to five kind of job. The worst thing that can happen right now is I can make zero dollars. I'd have to go move in with my parents and live with them and work a job at McDonald's or something. I mean, I, I don't think I could ever do McDonald's, but I'd have to get a very low paying job and kind of start all over again. That would be the worst case scenario for me. But you know what? I'm still alive. You know, yeah. life isn't over. It's just the worst thing that can happen. And it's not like it's not death. It's not. I mean, the worst thing that can happen is I die. That's that's truly the worst thing that can happen to me. And I think, um, you know, there's there's if you're if you're just somewhat intelligent. And I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, you're somewhat intelligent, if not more intelligent than the average person, because you're taking the initiative to listen to a podcast about Becoming better with your finances. So you've taken – And you want to try. Yeah, you've taken the first step, okay? That's so, that's something that I had to do. I was an idiot when it comes to money, like really stupid. But I just said, you know what? I'm not going to be like that anymore. I'm going to pick up a book. You know, there was – I didn't listen to a podcast. But I picked up a book. I met you. There was all these things that I did and I was conscious of it. And now I'm, you know, saving for retirement and I'm, at, and I'm 30 years old. And I'm not – I don't have a lot. I mean I have $3,000 in my Betterment account. It's nothing. Right, mm. but I'm um, putting five hundred dollars a week, or I'm sorry, five hundred dollars a month into that account. Now I don't know if everyone can afford that much money, but every dollar you don't put in is just another day or another month that you're not going to have anything when you retire. And yeah. if, and God forbid if you don't get your Social Security checked, you're really fucked. Talk about worst case scenarios. Like you're you're gonna. I hope your parents are still alive because you're gonna have to move back in with them. <laughs> you know, at sixty. You don't want to be that guy or that gal. Yeah. So, you know, I don't I don't think it's too I don't think there's an age. It's the same thing they say about education. It's never too old to get an education. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you should always be educating yourself, but it, you know, people are are weird about going back to college when they're 40. We well, shouldn't be. You're doing something. You want to change your life. Mm. Right? And your thought process of retiring early is still – and you and retirement has a negative sort of – I don't know if it's negative, but it has this this connotation where it's for old people, right? That's and how I look at it. it seems very distant. Retirement just is like – when you think of retirement people, you think of like old people, 
Well, the yeah. Empty nesters, you know, people who are just like, oh, I'm done. I'm just going to sit around and play bridge all day. You know, <laughs> like that doesn't uh, that does not appeal to me. Being 60 and doing jack shit for the rest of your life does not appeal to someone like me. That's just an, to me. Retirement is an opportunity to do something like cool or fun or travel or, you know, garden or take up a hobby or something because you're not confined by those 40 hours a week now that you were spending at your job. I don't know. I, I, I think that's the, de- the new definition of, of retirement in my eyes is uh, changing, doing something different, still working, but doing something, something you like instead, like you said, you know? Right, right. So I don't know. But I think retirement – you have to save. You have to invest. You have to save. Uh, you can't – I wouldn't rely on the government, although I'm sure if you're retiring soon, you're going to get your Social Security check. It will be a decent amount. Nothing crazy. But I don't know. I would just – I would just – I would admit like, like we said in that other episode, they make their own luck. Make your own luck. Start yeah. now and, and, and that way when you retire, you'll be a lucky son of a bitch with all this money. You won't ever have to worry about money again. Imagine being what? that now. Imagine like, yeah. not being 60 and being like, I don't know, 25 and having that. Oh, my good Lord. That would be awesome. Awesome. Let Social Security be your vacation money. Yeah, right? Yeah, your fun money. Yeah. That, that's when you buy a new motorcycle every year, courtesy of the government. Right. So is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap things up? Um... Is there any no. other bits of wisdom you'd like to um, spill onto the <coughs> – I got choked up there. Um, I guess if you want to go on a good rant, I definitely recommend Bullet Bourbon. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes, there's nothing like retiring early than drinking tons and tons of <laughs> bourbon and screaming to your heart's content. Success to means success to me means drinking bullet bourbon. Bullet bourbon, the drink for successful people. At twelve in the afternoon. Brought to you by Listen Money Matters. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. And remember, if you have any questions you'd like us to answer, please email us. Listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. We really want to hear from you guys. We email love us. the emails. Love them. You you'll get um, a special treat and um, uh, like an essay type response hey listen if you got uh questions about this particular topic early retirement stuff andrew will be happy to answer any questions about this the details of it the technology the tech the technical aspects of i will do the math for you yeah give me give me your scenario i'll figure it out for you cool so if you like the show please leave us a review on itunes uh or stitcher or wherever else you listen the review is super helpful and we love reading them. and It, it and means it, the world to us. Yeah, and it gets us more listeners. And we can have a bigger community of people. And it should be – and we all want to com- you know, get together and we'll have events. We're going to do – we have all kinds of things planned for the future. But we need those reviews because that means we're going in the right direction and people actually like us or don't like us. But we want to know. Also, we always talk about this free money management tool called, tool called Mint, which you had mentioned here on the show today. Mm. And we highly recommend that you sign up for it. Andrew and I both use it to keep track of our finances. Uh, I look at it every single morning. And we both wrote a book called Mastering Mint, which you can find at masteringmint.com. It's a paid-for book, and the software is free. 
but it teaches you how to use it to your benefits. It'll help you with the retirement stuff. Stop fighting with your wife about money. Or that too, or, if you have one. Yeah. Or your husband. Read the, read the book. Yeah, or your husband. Right. You know, be, be smart. So if you want the book, just go to masteringmint.com and you can enter the promo code podcast and you'll get five bucks off. Last but not least, if you want to learn more about personal finance and money management, we're always writing new stuff and we're posting up new episodes at listenmoneymatters.com. And I will mention, I don't know when this episode's going to air, but I think we used to do every Monday. Mm. We're going to come out with an episode every Monday. In the month of May, we're doing 31 episodes in a row, weekends at the whole deal. And then I think we're going to move to a five-day-a-week format. So yes. Monday through Friday, there will be an episode guaranteed, ready for you to download. So subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so that you automatically get those episodes every single day. And you can listen to them in the car, on the treadmill, in the shower, while you're making breakfast, which is when I listen to podcasts, uh, before you go to bed, if you just want to sit down, whatever. On the subway. On the subway. And you're walking, uh, exercising, exactly. So that's it. Thanks again for hanging out with us. We look forward to the next episode. Andrew, take care, my friend. Later, Matt. Later.